Welcome to the triumphant return of our podcast, Screen Crunch. We were gone for a few weeks. Sam went to France. Uh, uh, Sam went to Hello? France. <laughs> Sorry, Jamie just got home as we started recording it. And I thought the sound was... Hi, good. Jamie. <laughs> they were singing, and I thought you were singing. And I was like, what is Sam doing? He's going oh, I rogue. I would never. <laughs> He's going rogue. But Sam went to France, and then I'm bad at planning, so... Uh, hey, you went somewhere, too. You went to meet Jim Davis. I did meet Jim Davis. I went to Kansas City uh, to do a panel about comics. I <laughs> I stayed in Kansas City for three days to do a panel for one hour. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm being silly, but uh, no, I'm so glad that King Features uh, brought me along. I met so many great cartoonists. I sat in on like 10 panels like i was it was panel city i got some great barbecue you were in it Ooh. oh yeah got great barbecue um i ate some fancy foods uh yeah it was a great it was a great weekend how was france oh it was just lovely um you know city of love and nice architecture <laughs> <laughs> and all that good food there as well and then i came back and got a concussion Wait, so it's been pretty eventful <laughs> sam i feel like we're pretty close friends why do you never tell me these you got a concussion <laughs> uh yeah um just like a couple days after getting back i was <laughs> reaching under the couch to pet my cat and she charged me she charged at my face and i whipped my head back and hit my coffee table and <laughs> got a concussion <laughs> sam you're so you are immaculate. I don't know the word. Just you're. I'm in love with you. Thank um, you. It's been very busy over here. I can imagine. I saw... Well, first of all, I have to ask. I have to find out if you have a good girlfriend or not. Did she tell you that I commented on her Instagram story that you were looking shredded? Yes, she did tell me that. Okay, good. Okay, good, good, good. I'm glad. That was important. I was like, I could message Sam, but it's important to me that she relays this message to Sam, <laughs> as if I don't know Sam personally. <laughs> yes, hot off the presses. I was on the beach in Nice, I think, and she was like, Olive says you're looking good. I said you were so looking thank you. shredded. I appreciate that. Yes. Well, you were looking I so don't wanna, I, I don't want to hype myself up too much. I'm going to hype you up because I literally, I saw the Instagram story and I turned my phone towards Jamie and I said, look at Sam. Oh my God. <laughs> this guy's a damn beefcake. Uh, uh, well, thank you. I saw that you, you also, your plane got delayed. So you were like living in a bathroom for a bit. Yeah. We were stuck in, in <laughs> France for an extra night. <laughs> it's all fun in hindsight. <laughs> <laughs> I just remembered something I did. I'm a really bad friend. <laughs> but I was... Because when I saw that story, I was so stressed for you. I was like, oh no, Sam and Maddie. Oh no, they're stuck in France. And I think they're living in like... a, a On a plane, I think. Unclear. <laughs> um, 
And I showed it to Jamie, and I I think I might not have been completely sober. I think I had a tall <laughs> glass of water, if you know what I mean. Uh, but I, I when I showed it to Jamie, I just went, ha ha ha, Sam is stuck in <laughs> France and I'm in my room. I was like, I'm cozy on my couch and Sam's stuck in France. Sucks to be uh, Sam. Stuck in a bathroom. I wasn't actually stuck in the bathroom. I was stuck in the airport hotel, but close enough. It felt like a bathroom. It was very small. It looked like the... It, it was smaller than the room from Old Boy. Mmm. Uh, don't know what that means, but I believe it. You know, the room from Old Boy wasn't small. I don't know I'm making this comparison. But it looked like a room you would be <laughs> stuck inside of. Um, yeah, it was just like one of the airport pod hotels. It was the size of, like, a normal bathroom. So, yeah, you're pretty close. It, it was It was prison adjacent. Yes. That we paid for. Um, yes. So, um, that's all our updates. That's our lives. I saw Carly Rae Jepsen on Wednesday. Never mind. <gasps> Did you? Yeah, me and Jamie saw Carly Rae Jepsen. It was so fun. We danced along. I knew the words to every song. I was belting them out. Oh, that's amazing. Out. Yeah, I was at Radio City. She played my favorite song, which she barely ever plays, All That. She played it during the encore, and I just gave Jamie a big hug, and the entire time Aww. we were just giving each other a big hug, the whole song, because the song's about being a really, really nice friend. And Nice. And it makes me think of Jamie, because they are my nice friend. Um, <laughs> so, that is our lives. Now, let's yeah, throw all... Yeah, that's why we haven't recorded in a month and a half. Let's throw all that in the trash. Um, it's time for games. It's time for games. Also, I think that the, on the last episode, we said we would switch to every two weeks, and then I think we just... <laughs> and then disappeared. And then disappeared. We're still doing the every two weeks thing. We're still very, very busy bees. But um, I think we should... I'm, I'm, let's talk about this on the air, Sam. Let's really, let's really drill <gasps> down into this. The format change we're thinking about. So we were thinking... So, so Sam, what? how do you... We, so... I don't know if I should address you or the audience first. Let me address the audience. So me and Sam, or I guess me, I don't want to put words in Sam's mouth, but I was worried Thank you. that our previous format was a little too loosey-goosey. It was a little too, like, um, us describing video games to each other and the other one being like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and nothing else. So I was thinking perhaps we should change uh, the structure to be... Uh, that we play a game, uh, we, we both play the same game uh, for every episode, and it's just like, this episode's about uh, Mario. This episode is about um, a, a second video game example. Uh, and, and then, so for this episode... There's we're so gonna... few, it's so hard to pick another one. <laughs> for this episode, we're meeting in the middle, I brought a game, and Sam brought a game. And we're going to discuss them those two games and if there's anything else we want to talk about we'll talk about it too so it's kind of the old format but i was honestly thinking sam i i, I think the one game per episode would be a good idea and then anything else we play is just kind of gravy and we could just pick a game that's kind of short or a game you don't need to play all of to get the gist mm -hmm. and i have a suggestion for the first one <gasps> oh because this game's on game pass it's okay. not very long i love that and I, you've probably played some version of it before. I think we should play uh, Destroy All Humans. Oh, yeah, okay. 
Yes, because I got my Steam Deck. I got I pre-ordered a Steam Deck like six months ago or something, <laughs> and it just came in, and I'm very excited, and I want to play Destroy All Humans on it. So that's an excuse to play it, and also it's on Game Pass, so you don't need to spend a, a red penny. So. Perfect. And uh, all right. And the second one just came out, right? The second yeah, uh, the, remake? Yeah, 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 the second remake. And I never played Destroy All Humans 2, so I'm excited to play that remake when it yeah. gets when it gets cheaper. I am, <laughs> I am not buying video games for a little bit. <laughs> yeah, why isn't anyone sending us games yet? Uh, it's probably because we, have, we haven't recorded in two months. <laughs> it's probably because we have three listeners and none of them like us. That's true. <laughs> they listen out of obligation. One of them's listening out of obligation, two people, and the other two are hate listening. <laughs> Thank you to those two. So, do you want to talk about my game first, or your game first? Um, I am hot off of playing, well, one of my games. Uh, so, I, I could blast through those real quick. This mother fricker. I said, bring one game, and he brings nine. Alright, hit me well, with Well, I... <laughs> It's three games in the same series. They might okay. as well be one game. Okay. 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 That's fair. That's fair. So, are you ready? I think I already told you what it is. I want to talk about the Vita one first. Okay. Because um, I'm excited to talk to you about that. Because that's a, Yeah, I'm that's not a, excited to talk about it. That's a weird game. <laughs> I've been playing a lot of Vita remasters lately. Uh, but today, I am starting with Assassin's Creed Liberation HD. Um, got back from France, and I don't know what happened, but I've felt the need to catch up on all the Assassin's Creed's I've missed, uh, starting with Liberation. There are three I'm currently playing through. The third one, we will get to that shortly. Um, so Liberation came out in 2012 for the Vita. Um, it was technically named Assassin's Creed 3, colon, Liberation at the time, uh, but they dropped the three numeral uh when they re-released it for whatever 360 and ps3 um that was the hd re-release that came i think a year later uh it takes place in 18th century new orleans so pre-us still a french colony i believe that sounds right um definitely still french uh so it's new orleans and the surrounding bayou um it's definitely a vita game i know whenever i play a 360 game i'm like it's definitely a 360 game but this one is definitely a vita game that they just blew up onto a 360 uh so you can kind of imagine what it looks like uh assassin's creed 3 wasn't very pretty in and of itself and this is uh that but scaled down to a handheld level there's like a there's Um, like a sheen there's like a sheen on vita games that you can just like there's just like a, a little layer of slime yeah, that I, I wanted to just wipe finger. it off my screen, but I couldn't. <laughs> you just wipe <laughs> your finger. very unfortunate. Wipe your finger on any wall texture, just like something will come off. Seriously. It's just, yeah, it was very shiny. Everything's kind of uh, bloomy, um, which it was also Assassin's Creed of the time, but that is kind of how I pictured the Vita version in my head. I never played the Vita version. Didn't have a Vita, unfortunately. I borrowed yours a couple times. That's my only Vita experience. To play um, one chapter of Danganronpa, I believe. Yeah, and some of your uh, Rayman save that you were mad about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you played my Rayman. I forgot about that. I hate you. That game rules. <laughs> did you ever play it again? No. Yes, I did. It's Rayman. <laughs> I played. I, I literally like pulled out my Xbox One 
like two years ago to play through Rayman Origins again. Oh, okay. I own one Xbox. I take it back, but I'm so game. sorry. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So maybe we'll watch what you watch what you say next time. Oh, okay, okay. I, I I'm wanna, sorry. I want to bring up before we get too deep into the game itself. Do you remember the period of time where everyone was just like, "Yeah, I'll make a AAA game for the Vita." <laughs> <laughs> they were like gonna make a uh, yeah, Bioshock. They're gonna make a Bioshock game for it. <laughs> they, they made an Uncharted, yeah. which is first they party. They sure so, did. So that made like obviously they're gonna do that because it's, it's first party. But like they were planning a, a Borderlands game, or they were planning Borderlands two, and I think they did release mm-hmm. it. I cannot remember. I think that was did. a bundle. I w- I wanted that one, and I uh, never got it. But yeah, they, they were gonna make a Bioshock game for Vita. There was a Borderlands game for Vita, and I feel like there was like nine others. Like they they made a really bad Call of Duty game for Vita. It oh, was... Black Ops, right? Declassified was that that one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Early on in the Vita, like Western, um, like uh, uh, publishers really believed that this thing was gonna destroy the 3DS. Do you remember this period of time where the 3DS just came out? And uh, it was too expensive, and like the <laughs> Vita wasn't announced yet, but it was like rumored, and everyone's like, "This thing's gonna destroy the 3DS." <laughs> and now we. Like, I feel like I wasn't really following the 3DS at the time, but looking back at it now, it's it's crazy that I think it's crazy that the Vita didn't do better. I don't know. <laughs> How much was the Vita? Do you know? The Vita was, I think, three hundred. Okay, and so the, the 3DS thing... was like two fifty a launch or something. Yeah, it was. But the thing about the Vita is that uh, the the thing that made it so uh, expensive was that the memory cards, you could only get oh, Vita-specific right. memory cards, and it was like 100 bucks for 64 gigs. And Ugh. if you wanted to use the thing in a way that wasn't entirely annoying, you had to just pony up, and it was horrible. <laughs> and no one did. Yeah, the the, the, Sad. the Vita failing is honestly not a surprise to me because Sony really just wanted to be like, it's a portable PS3. And then just like, yeah. everyone was like, well, I have a PS3. <laughs> and like, when you're making a portable game system, you need to have like games that are built specifically for portables. Like that's why Ace Attorney was so popular or like 999 or... Um, like, even, like, New Super Mario Bros. is, like, a game that's perfect for portable mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Like, those are games that work within this format. And they were yeah, just... They, they weren't just copying and pasting console games and then throwing them on handheld. Exactly. And it was very poorly marketed also. Yeah. I, I am a Vita owner. I've been a Vita owner for, for several years. Um, it is my... Loud lot, and proud, baby. <laughs> it is my lot in life to buy failed consoles. Uh <laughs> Not even failed consoles, just consoles that don't have a lot of people owning them. Because uh, I wouldn't call the Playdate a failed console, but there's not a lot of people that have one. Obviously, yeah, it's niche. It's, yeah, it's niche. It's a niche indie thing, and also the Steam Deck is like that now. But like, mm-hmm. I am so accustomed to uh, looking at the subreddit for a system and just being like, okay, I see we're at this point of the life cycle. Here's the life cycle. I'm sorry, I'm really talking over your game, but I, I want to talk about this. No, that's okay. I want to talk about the Vita more, because that's kind of why I brought this. Okay, great. But um, if you look at a console, a, a console-specific a console subreddit, this is this is the, the time, the, the, like the timeline. 
is it starts with memes that are like, I got my system, or like, man, anyone else encounter this with the system? And it's just like <laughs> memes Broken that are, already? Yeah, it's like memes that are completely useless and really only exist to just be like, hey, you guys also own this, right? Like, there's no actual discussion happening anywhere. And then the second phase is being like, oh man, this new game is really good. Cool. And then it's just like... Wish these... there were more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then step three is like, oh man, these upcoming games look really good. I can't wait. Then step four... And then there's the, the, then it's just kind of like step five is just normal. This is the normal period. This is what the PS4 subreddit looks like. Etc. The, the Switch subreddit. Um, that's normal. You're just kind of like posting about games that just came out or firmware updates, etc. But then, when the console gets to the end of its life, you get the things that are just, like, half the posts are being, like, share this change.org petition to get, uh, <laughs> to get, like, I don't know, like, um, Time Splitters HD on the V... Like, it's just, like, any game that's on Kickstarter or is in the news or was just announced is everyone's just, like... We gotta we gotta hassle the team making this until they make a Vita port too, or a 3DS port, or etc. And um, eventually, you go from like just begging for ports, and then you enter the final phase, which is simply just being like kind of like a cult that a cult that has realized the apocalypse won't come, where you're kind of just like, oh, these non-believers, we're better than them. <laughs> I check the uh, the Xbox One and the Xbox 360 subreddits pretty often, and a lot of the stuff posted on there is just a cover of a game being like, remember how good this was? Wish there was another. <laughs> a game from like 2008 that 20 people played. So yeah, it's just like that's cool. the, the hopelessness. <laughs> remember Gears of War 2? That's the final phase, Sam. You know, I never checked back in. But I had a Wii U. I had a 3DS when it wasn't the 3DS we know it to be today. I had a Vita. Um, I had a virtual PS boys in the mail. I had a PSVR. Now, now I have a, a. Oh yeah. I have a Playdate and a, and a and a Steam Deck. I am not. I, I don't spend money on other things. Uh, <laughs> I like video games. Uh, You're very cultured. I'm very cultured. Um, yeah, I like to play video games. I want to make sure I can play the uh, video game before I don't play it. Um, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah. No. One last thing about the Vita as hardware itself for me really quick. Uh, I didn't buy myself anything in France just because everything was very expensive. But we did on one of the first days in Paris go to this massive flea market. It's like an entire like subsection of Paris and I think the north. Uh, it's just like hundreds and thousands of stalls and booths and shops and little boutiques and... Uh, there was a table with just a bunch of electronic garbage, and there was a launch model Vita for like a hundred euros. And at the time, the euro and the dollar were like one to one. I was like, should I? Should the one thing I buy in France be this probably region locked European <laughs> French Vita? <laughs> Would that be funny or really stupid? And I didn't do it, but I do kind of regret it. <laughs> I could talk the guy down, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Were you disappointed uh, when you found out this wasn't a place that you could sell the fleas in your hair? I was. I have so many of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Gross. 
so tell me tell me more about this game because I know it, it is um this is a game with like a a, a a weirdly like sensitive subject right like this is I, am I remembering what this game is about like plot wise yeah um see it's hard to really know <laughs> because I bought this game when it came out the HD re-release came out in like 2013 14. Uh, I checked my achievements. My last achievement before I picked it up a couple weeks ago was from 2014. Uh, and I got, I think, two sequences in. And I didn't start a new save going back into it. So I don't really know what was happening. I do know you play as Aveline, Aveline mm-hmm. um, who was the daughter of a freed slave, I believe. Um who her father is like this really rich like landowner guy who's on his deathbed um and you don't know where your mother is actually i'm gonna spoil the plot i don't think anyone's gonna play this sorry (laughs) until later you find her like mexico you go to mexico a couple times um and your mom's like oh hey there you are uh but you do swap between three like outfits one is a slave outfit so they each have like different specialties and some can't sprint and some can't climb and some can't fight um but they let you interact with different people and do different missions so there's the slave one uh there is your assassin one because it is an assassin's creed game you are an assassin and then there's like the the fancy lady one um where you can like charm men um in terms of the actual plot i don't really know what happened so can't speak too much to that other than the end which was wild but subject matter i uh, i don't know how tasteful it was (laughs) okay okay yeah because i knew that there were i i i thought that this game was about like saving slaves or something like that's what i thought it was about and there's definitely a lot of that i know your your rich father man is like helping slaves escape to the north um but to, to what extent and how it's handled, I really <laughs> was not paying attention very, very well. <laughs> yeah, when I heard that was the subject, uh, like, the, the, the what the game was about, like, if it was any other series, I'd be like, oh, nice, cool, this is gonna be a... That, that'll be, like, a, a, a good a, <laughs> a good game. Uh, that's a good thing to do, but I'm like, Assassin's Creed, I don't know <laughs> if I trust you guys to be very tasteful, you know? Yeah, I it was developed by Ubisoft Sofia, who are, I believe, located in Bulgaria. Um, so it seems like kind of a wild choice to have them develop this game set in America in the late 1700s based around slavery. Um, so maybe I should have <laughs> paid more attention because <laughs> the writing itself was bad. Um, so I can't imagine it was great. <laughs> Jamie has a really fun idea for a podcast segment. Which was, um, I would give you a historical figure, and you would have to guess if they were a Templar or an assassin, canonically. Oh, that's fun. Because even characters that don't appear in the games, like JFK... (laughs) Assassin. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if he was an assassin, but he was taken out by Templars. Um, Of course. And, like, it gets weird where, like, people that, like, have the same political, like... Some communists are Templars and some are assassins. It's really unclear why. It just makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so strange. Um, but yeah, I, lo- I-, I love how Assassin's Creed is just so weird. What were the What were the other ones you were playing? 
Um, so after I finished Liberation, which it's a short game. It didn't take very long. It did take me a while to get through it, though. It just felt like it took a while um, because that game is really rough. It's like really super buggy, um, mm-hmm. even though it is just like uh, an seventh gen uh assassin's creed that they just kind of ported over didn't really run like one or feel like one um <laughs> so it was a bit of a struggle to get through they did sorry i'm gonna keep talking about, about this for a second no, they talking. did re-release it again uh with assassin's creed 3 remastered in 2017 18 um so that might be the one to play if you are interested that one i do believe has actual like gameplay tweaks and graphical fixes and like lighting updates and i think they uh, update all the character models so if you are interested in this at all i would say go for that one i know they just delisted one of them this game's all over the place they just delisted one from steam and mark and a couple stores that might have been the hd one i don't know you can find it somewhere i'm sure what did it's you short, play this it. on uh it's backwards compatible on the series x oh okay so you're not playing like a remaster of it you're playing like a port that came out shortly after the vita version yeah so it was the vita version and then the hd version and then the remaster i played the hd version Jeez, what what a world yeah three games um so after that i only had two more assassin's creeds that i had never played um mainline ones i haven't played the the side-scrolling ones uh the next one was syndicate which came out in 2015 and i don't think i know anybody who played this game did you do <laughs> no. you <laughs> no you were you were my assassin's creed friend and you wouldn't even look at this game no i wouldn't uh so this one came out after unity and it was the last one before they took the break um where they were like oops we shouldn't be doing these every year we need to kind of revamp this whole system before uh, <laughs> origins um, so this came out in 2015, and I checked, again, my achievements, and I had not played it since 2015. I just could not get into this game. I picked it up a couple times in the last few years. It just, it, they were doing too much, and nothing really worked. This one's set in uh, Victorian London. It's just London, thankfully. It's not like all of England and giant sprawling map. It's a very nice I would say accurate in quotes, recreation of London. It looks really good. Um, if this was like on a modern system in 4K, 60 FPS or whatever, it would look really good. Maybe play it on PC if you want to. Um, but like it was super duper pushing the Xbox One hardware. And at 30 frames, it's uh, kind of janky and everything's very rigid. Um, but in this one, you are these twins. Actually, I don't know if you're twins. You're these brother and sister characters, assassins, uh, Jacob and Evie. Uh, your father was an assassin man, maybe, and I think maybe had money. Again, I didn't restart my save, so I don't super know what happened at the beginning of the story. Um, <laughs> but you have this, like, train that's your base, and it's always circling London, so it's always moving, and you never know where it is, um, which is a really dumb feature. They give you a grappling hook hookshot thing where you can just like zip up buildings and across streets and stuff, um, which totally defeats the whole parkour system. There is absolutely no reason to do parkour in this game, which is like a key tenant of Assassin's Creed. Um, If you're like standing at the foot of Big Ben, you hit left bumper and you'll just zip straight to the top with no interaction, no prompts or anything. It takes like four seconds. Wait, what? Yeah, you get it from uh, 
I think Alexander Graham Bell. He's in it. He's an inventor. <laughs> he makes a bunch of stuff. Uh, and it's so crazy. I love it, Assassin's <laughs> Creed. I, I totally get why they stopped doing them for only two years after that. But, like, Syndicate was not great. Um, there's the leveling system. I think that might have been the first time they used that. Might have been in Unity. Uh, but you have to level your characters individually, which is really dumb. They don't share their pool of weapons or items or upgrades or skills, which is very frustrating. Um, there's a certain point in the game where uh, you can't progress unless you do these gang wars, which means you have to spend like an hour plus clearing out these districts because the whole thing is you're in these you're in a gang and you're fighting these rival gangs of Templar-backed people. It's just like a grind. It has the worst combat in an Assassin's Creed. <laughs> I have a lot of complaints about this game. The time that to is... kill is crazy long. Oh my god. Oh. The fact that this is the <laughs> Don't worst play this combat. One. The fact that What's this that? is the worst combat is saying so much. I don't know how they got it so wrong. Even I was I finished the game at level 9. Um I guess enemies <laughs> do level with you. They scale. There's only 10 levels in the game. So uh, it takes you a long time to level up, but I finished at level nine. Um, your main weapon, you have a couple to choose from, but you have your hidden blade, which they never use. And then there's this like cane that they love using. Um, it no joke takes like 30 seconds to kill an enemy. And there are like waves and waves of enemies because they were pushing the hardware so they could have 25 enemies on the screen at once. It took so long to get through fights. You have a revolver. Sometimes you have to like beat a guy down for 15 seconds, shoot him three times in the gut, and then do a finisher just to kill one guy. Oh it God. was such a waste of time. <laughs> I could not believe it. Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Um, so what was this last God. game? I don't even know what this is going to be. Oh, the last one is just Valhalla. Uh, I never got into it because it was intimidatingly long and it still is. I mean, the game's like 100 hours long. Um, to, I think, just do the main story, which is scary to me. I, I don't want to do that anymore. I like the RPG Assassin's Creeds. I liked Origins, and I really liked Odyssey. And Odyssey, I think I finished after 45, 50 hours, and that was pushing it. Um, I put off Valhalla for two years because I was just kind of overwhelmed, and now I do have a little bit of time. Uh, but what I did is... Um, <laughs> There's a lot of accessibility features, so you can tweak all of your damage modifiers and uh, difficulty settings. So I made myself crazy super strong and all the enemies really super weak. Uh, <laughs> and I just run in. I do the main storyline. I don't kill anyone. I just do whatever the objectives I need to do. I blast a couple guys if I need to, and I run out. I'm trying to get through this game as fast as possible, um, which is kind of sad because I feel like this sounds Odyssey miserable. and what this sounds miserable it, it is it's it's really truly just a grind fest um well why are you is the Odyssey, story good well <laughs> it was good in odyssey and origins um i i very much enjoyed the writing and the story in both of those games this one is an entirely different story uh i guess because it is a hundred hours long they had to just like really pad it out uh, I, I just checked my save because I finished right before uh, we started recording. I am, I think, 13 hours in, and the story has just started. 
Sam, can I say something? And you're going to disagree yes. with me. I hope this isn't going to get... Tell me. hope this is going to ruin our friendship. The writing in Odyssey was so bad. Oh, yeah. It was fun, though. Sure. Like, I, I didn't get very far in it. I probably played... Well, I did get pretty far. I played for, like, eight hours. I mean, not far in the grand total oh, of okay. things. But I, 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 I witnessed the writing of... Just, like, the opening island bit was just, like, all about this guy's, like, <laughs> his wine and, like, what is it called? Vineyard? Like, it was all about this vineyard stuff, mm-hmm. and there was the whole... He, like, owed taxes or something. The whole, the whole money thing... money to someone. The horse puzzle in the beginning of that game really took me, took me a second to understand what was oh, happening. I don't remember that. <laughs> they show you, like... The main the, the the guy who's like your uncle or something I don't remember this game very well. It came free with with the microphone I'm talking into. Oh cool. <laughs> so I was like, I don't want to play this game, but if it's coming with this microphone that I want to buy anyway, then sure. Uh, um. So. Like. Yeah. Um. What? No. Yeah. I'm sorry. My brain's not working today. Uh. The, the, do you the have guy, a concussion? The guy, I think I did get a concussion. The guy is oh, just no. like the, the guy who's selling you the horses is like, make sure you pick the right horse. You can't, you can't do this again. You can't repick a horse. This horse is really important, and it's like three different horses. And oh I was, yeah, they just have different names, right? Yeah, and you're just like they're like this is important. Don't pick the wrong horse. And then I found out that <laughs> there is no difference between the horses. No, there's no difference. She like, just has Why? a different name, I think. <laughs> I'm like, why did you do this? Horse puzzle. Listen, I'm not saying these are award-winning games. Um, I feel like in terms of Assassin's Creed and video game writing as a whole, they're they're okay. Uh, this one is markedly worse. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know a lot about Norse history or Vikings, which this one is about. A lot of this game is just like really juvenile humor and people talking about like, oh eat a turd and like fart jokes and it's just really yeah there's been a lot of that um just like kind of i don't know yucky insults that don't seem very fitting with a the time period or b like the tone of the overarching game um i would say the overarching story but there isn't one so far it's Jeez. just not doing anything for me. It's like super dramatic sometimes for no reason. Uh, people speak in like very fancy prose, but then they they drop a, a, a poop joke in there. It's really weird. Um, but for the story itself, the first like hour and a half, two hours, you are hunting down the man who killed your parents in Norway. And then you do that. Spoiler. And then you set sail for England uh, with your Viking clan uh, and you set up base and then for the next no joke 10 hours you are just doing like fetch quests and i am 13 hours in the story just picked up from there there's been nothing going on in between me killing the guy who killed my parents and the next chunk of of story progression 10 hours why am i playing this (laughs) i don't know why you're playing this sam it sounds horrible it sounds like it, an it MMO is. that I feel, you can't play with others. It do, that's what it feels like. Um, I, I have this weird obligation to this series where I need to play all the like mainline games. And I don't know why. <sighs> yeah. I will say it's very pretty, though. <laughs> Playing on Series X in performance mode, it, it looks 
really nice. It's got good lighting. Um, I did play it on my sister's Xbox on her non-variable uh, refresh rate TV. Don't do that. Wow, the game tears like crazy. It looks really bad on that, which is <laughs> a, like a really circumstantial thing to say. Not everyone has a TV with VRR. So if you don't have that, I it's hard to look at. Uh, yeah, I don't know. So that's been my like three weeks playing Assassin's Creed with a concussion. <laughs> I've been miserable every second of it. Jeez. <laughs> are, are you still, like, suffering from the concussion? No, I'm okay at this point. Uh, I had a That's headache good. for, like, two weeks, but I'm fine now. Jeez. It was actually the worst when I was doing Syndicate, and I felt, like, actually sick the entire time, so I'm sure if I go back and try to play that game ever again, it will make me ill. <laughs> well, it's good that you played those games and not, like, a really good game or something. Yeah, true. <laughs> Wow. So, wow, what what a miserable th- time you had. Thank you. <laughs> I, on the other hand... You want to talk about something else? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, I had a great time for a little bit, and then kind of a bad time, and then I said, I am good, but uh, no hard feelings. Oh, no. So I played... No, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good. Okay, so okay. I am here to talk about a game called Blue Fire. It mm. is an indie game. Let me get the name of the company the studio because i want to shout them out because this is a this is a good game this is a good game it looks like it so this is made by roby studios r-o-b-i so this is a game that i would destroy people have said it's very similar to hollow knight i have not played enough hollow knight to confirm or deny uh that comparison uh but the way i would describe it is it's it's a mashup of like Wind Waker, 3D platformers, and Dark Souls. And Mm -hmm. so you play as this little guy who does admittedly look kind of like Hollow Knight. You know, he's a little chibi guy that has a a white head with, with like, black eyes, like Hollow Knight guy. He Um, does look like Link as well. (laughs) And he also looks like Link. That's very true, Sam. Um, And the game really wears... Whereas all the the inspirations on its sleeve, like the game is very Wind Waker looking. Um, there are Zelda esque dungeons that are literally just called temples. Oh, okay. um, but this game is much more focused on three D platforming, uh, and at first it's great because uh, I played this on my Steam Deck, which was really nice. I, I playing games on that's really fun, so uh, I really enjoyed it for just like laying on my couch and playing this. It was really relaxing. Um, looked great, played great, really responsive controls. Um, so you start, so, so one thing about this game is that, um, like, there's these, like, uh, kind of like, you know in Mario Sunshine when you lose your flood pack? And you can't do anything? Or, like, when you lose your flood pack and they, like, send you into those levels? Oh, yeah, the, the shadow levels. Yeah, 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 those. There's a bunch of areas here that are, like, kind of similar to those, where it's, like, you'll, like, enter this... Vo- they call them voids, and you'll enter the void, and it'll be a, a platforming challenge with, like, floating pla- mm-hmm. pa- platforms and everything, and those are really fun. And the whole game is, you got a little... You, you have, like, a basic little melee attack. You have a dash, um... Uh, you can lock on to enemies, etc. You can dash around. I don't... 
similarly to you with Assassin's Creed, I really can't tell you anything that happened with this story. It was one of those stories <laughs> where there's like, there's the darkness. Yeah. And, and the gods who were asleep, but now they're awakened. And I'm just kind of like, okay, cool. Um, Whoa. I'm looking at an enemy right now that I think is actually from Wind Waker. This game <laughs> looks very good. I mean, this looks like uh, the portable HD Wind Waker version I would love to play. Well, here's the thing is that it is, it, 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 it so my note for this game, if I had to give it a note, would be to have to to for for the studio's next game because I think the studio's next game is going to be great. I decided to put to shelve this one for a bit. I don't think I'm probably going to finish it because it just got pretty frustrating at the end, which I'll get to in a second. But I would say for the next game, uh, put less inspirations into something. And and this is going to sound crazy coming from me because mm-hmm. I'm Dark Souls is my favorite game of all time. I think the Dark Souls inspiration in this game really wasn't needed and honestly conflicted with the game in a lot of ways Mm. where similar to dark souls you don't have a map but there's also zelda dungeons and you need a map for that sounds like a pain okay yeah it is a pain um and like the the hub city thing needs a map too because you it takes a while to figure out where everything is and there's lots of platforming like, it isn't just, like, flat ground. Like, you have to do some platforming challenges um, just to get to basic NPCs. And you have to do it, like, over and over and over again because there isn't, like, a way to, like, make a shortcut. So you have to keep jumping on these narrow beams every time you want to visit the inn, which gives you more healing items and everything. Um, uh, so so that's what I would say. I would say and, and there's bonfire. They're not bonfires. They're, like, statues. They're, like, fire statues. Um but they function the way that bonfires do in dark souls but there's like not enough of them for the mechanic to be worth it and okay like i got like probably four hours into this game and i found and i literally i went to two dungeons and came across zero like i just had the one in the main hub city and then none and then i got to the point in the game where they're like, okay, you can go fight three three different, uh, you can go to three different dungeons right now, whatever order you want, go for them. And then I found more after that, but like, there's not many, to the point that I'm kind of like, why is this a mechanic? And when you <laughs> die, you lose your, um, the money on you, similar to Dark Souls. But the money oh, is okay. way less useful, because it's just money, it's not also XP. Like, in Dark Souls, it's terrifying to lose your money because you can also like that that is your your chance to level up in this game i'm kind of like well okay now i can't buy like i can't buy something at the shop but there isn't that many things to buy in the first place i think there might have been a crafting component in this game that i just couldn't find or like there's there's just a little bit too much going on here it should i would just say strip it down make this a zelda game that also has uh, platforming in it. Because the platforming mm-hmm. is very fun. Um, the platforming looks incredibly uh, challenging. Well, that's the parts what, I'm, I'm looking at. That's what I, the second thing I was going to say is... The reason I put this down is because the platforming gets to a point where... It just gets frustrating. Like, when I was playing yeah, this... I don't think my reflex would be fast enough for this. <laughs> 
Well, well, it's not even like fast reflexes. Um, for me, a lot of it is that they just like. There's a lot of timed puzzle challenges of like hit this lever, and now do these like, do like, thirty seconds of of precision platforming, and then you keep messing up, and it takes you like an hour to do this one challenge, and it's like, it doesn't feel super rewarding because you're there's just so much frustration involved like mm -hmm. i wish there was just a Nothing little really working towards a little bit more leeway but i didn't mind I, I really enjoyed up to the part that i got to like um the first few dungeons i really enjoyed um i really think they needed a map though and then the the thing that made me stop is because i got to a point where like all the enemies were just kind of like floating flying enemies that shot really fast projectiles that caused uh, knockback and it would mm. make me fall into lava and that was just like every enemy and the levels went from being like really tightly designed fun little uh, like platforming challenges to being just like jump on this timed platform to jump onto this small platform to jump onto another time like it, it became a lot of waiting a lot of trying to avoid projectiles like it just became very um it became difficult in a way that i don't enjoy so i was just kind of like i could probably beat this game but i don't want to continue grinding through this 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 really difficult part that i'm not really enjoying so i gotcha. um i wouldn't know what uh stopping the grind is like <laughs> what i wouldn't know what that's like to stop grinding for a hundred hours <laughs> yeah you are you're in that grind set sam so yeah my, my, my note for this is i kind of wish it was just like it embraced being a 3d zelda or embraced being a zelda game with 3d platforming elements because can you imagine if this game had like items like a zelda game but like mm -hmm. the items also helped you with platforming but like also did something with combat or something and like helped and there were like because there's no puzzles in this game all the all the oh like at all no not at all really uh, like okay it's just you have to like go through the dungeon and like fight enemies and then there'll be like chests that'll it, it's mostly like the 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 closest to there being puzzles is that you'll have a bunch of keys and you can unlock certain stuff um like it's just like a process of unlocking doors and unlocking more doors and the bosses aren't really great. Like, I would just... I, honestly, I would just say, focus on a, on a 3D platformer, because this was a really fun 3D platformer that unfortunately got bogged down in, like, uh, being difficult in a way that doesn't equal fun. And I like difficult games. I love Elden Ring. I love a lot of stuff like this. But if... <laughs> you know, if it, I was about to say, if Dark Souls had a boss that kept knocking you off, I was like, no, they do. It's Bed of Chaos. Everyone hates it. Um... <laughs> But this is a good game, I'll say. I'll say this. Um, I certainly can't knock a game inspired by Dark Souls for um, being <laughs> getting getting annoying to play through on the lava part halfway through the game because that's literally <laughs> Dark Souls. <laughs> that literally happens at Dark well, Souls. Well, they really did uh, pull from their inspiration. <laughs> they really did. But yeah, overall, I'd say this is a good game. Just the, the ending bits weren't for me. And I think the the team that made this, I think the next game they make is going to be really good, I think. 
Yeah, I mean, it looks great. It looks like something I would like to play, but I'm sure I would fall off quickly. Um, mm -hmm. The Steam reviews are very positive, so I, I do believe that uh, I will be hearing more about this. When did this come out? Uh, Is this I, recent? Oh, no, it's from last year. Okay. Yeah, for, it was from last year. I, I believe it just came out on Switch a few months ago. Gotcha. Okay. Don't know how I missed this. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I, I I enjoy it. I enjoy it. I, I've I've seen some people hate on it because it's, uh, where's its inspirations on its sleeve? But I'm kind of like, ah, eh, whatever. It's a, it's, it's definitely not the most original thing in the world. But it's kind of like, it's pulling from enough sources that, you know, it's it's you know. It's not one to one like a, a rip off of any specific game. It's just inspired by, a bunch of very popular famous games. So it's not like you know. There are plenty of Zelda ripoffs. There are plenty of Dark Souls ripoffs. This game's just both, and uh, mm -hmm. I think it's pretty great. Nice. Yeah. How's your Steam Deck? My Steam Deck is great. It is gigantic, but it feels really nice in my hands. Um, I found out that all this talk about how like the battery's terrible. Uh, the battery's pretty good if you just cap the frame rate at thirty. I know that's sacrilegious. But if you cap it at 30, uh, pretty much any game can hit 30 on this thing. So, like, I've even seen videos of, like, Elden Ring on hitting 30 is pretty effortless. So, just, just if you cap everything at 30, which is an option just to set your frame rate cap to 30, it, like, in doubles the battery life. So, I've, I, I, like, when I'm playing oh, wow. a game, okay. it says the battery life is, like, four hours or something. And I'm like, that's pretty good. That's like a Switch. Yeah. There are a few games I just sit down and play in my Switch for four straight hours, so... Yeah. <laughs> I think I'm going to be playing Shadow of Mordor on this thing next. Ooh. Because it was good five, choice. It was $5 on Steam, and uh, I don't know. I've, Jamie's been talking a lot about Lord of the Rings, so I'm getting I'm getting a contact high. You doing a watch? We're going to do watch a... Watch through? We're going to do a watch soon. Jamie's going to... We're, we're, we're going to do a watch soon probably uh november okay that's guess, a good time to watch lord of the rings nice and cozy a little, little busy yeah we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna be in our little hobbit hole oh <laughs> um speaking games that were five dollars on sale on steam did you get murdered soul suspect i didn't see that it was i would have <gasps> i sent it to you that's <laughs> a perfect steam deck game you didn't send it to me it was many 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 weeks ago <laughs> that's okay next time it's on sale because i'm still thinking about that dumb game <laughs> all right i think okay i have an idea so first of all i think we've run out of things to talk about on the main part of this episode um but yeah, sam it's fine i've been playing a thousand other games uh sam oh wait you know i'm sorry i didn't want to well i had an idea Unless oh, you want to talk about your games. No, that's okay. It's like Gravity Rush, and I already talked about a Vita game, so... <laughs> so... I'll save it. By the time we record this... Um, or by the time this is released, the Mario trailer will be out. Oh, but I have no, an idea. you're right. Sam, Thursday, after... At, at 5 p.m., me and your time, do you want to just quickly do an emergency session? We'll, we'll, we'll just debrief about the trailer. <laughs> yes absolutely can we drop it separately from the episode <laughs> <laughs> do 
just an emergency. Like well, it's no, breaking cause, news. No, because I think we're just going to talk for like 10 minutes. Like, I think that's going to oh. be like a sweet, sweet little thing at the end that will keep people listening. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Can we watch it live together? No, I need to watch it as it happens. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> can you record your reaction? Um, I can. Yeah, I'm pumped. I have a reminder set and everything. I know, I'm so excited. I thought it was, I thought they were going to, I misread the date the first time. And I thought they were going to be showing it at Comic-Con. So I was like, all right, Jamie, at 4 p.m. We're going to be huddled around my phone. And we're just going to, as I'm dressed as Melida from Elden Ring and you're dressed as Frodo, we're going to watch this. Oh my God. Uh, But no, no. Hey, it's me, Mario. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. I have no idea what it's going to be like. It's going to be so scary. <laughs> There's a lot of a uh, Mario butt discourse on my Twitter today. Yeah, which I'm not thrilled about. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think you would be thrilled about it, Mr. Luigi. Yeah. Luigi's hog. Well, oh my god. <laughs> All right. So this is the end of the main part of the episode, and now begins our discussion of the Mario trailer, time travel. <laughs> Good luck, everybody. <laughs> Hey everyone, it's uh, your old pal Olive here with some bad news. Me and Sam did indeed record a solid 10 minutes of us discussing the Mario Brothers movie. I talked in length about how I love the minions, King Bob, Stuart, Kevin, Otto, the whole gang. Um, But it seems that Audacity is not allowing me to export the recording that I did. the file it does not seem to be corrupted in any way, but I cannot get it to export out of Audacity, and I don't know how to fix that. So uh, that audio is now lost media, and I think that YouTubers should cover it and talk about how no one will know how we feel about Mario and his movie. It, they should put scary music in the background that's like, Olive, uh her audacity file crashed um so yeah sorry about that if i can somehow find a way to salvage the file at some point in the future i will record that uh to tell you the truth we didn't have a lot of hot takes we just we we both thought it looked fine uh yeah uh you did you, you missed out on some nice little little banter between me and Sam, but uh, you know neither of us had any hot takes that would shake the world's foundation. Uh, so sorry about that. Um, very unfortunate that I just my audacity is trying to to stop me from spreading the truth about the Mario movie. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that. Anyway, uh, we'll see you in two weeks. We're going to be discussing Destroy All Humans, the 2021 remake, or maybe it was 2020. I don't know. I have a bad sense of time. Uh, but we're going to be talking about that next week, and we're going to have a fun time. So so come back and check us out next week. I'm sorry that this episode was both late and a uh, technical disaster. Uh, so yeah, <laughs> I had to do a lot of tweaking on the audio on this episode, because my audio was uh echoing in sam's mic so i don't know why that was happening so uh this episode took a while to get out and when it did get out it was a a train wreck 
So come back next next time in two weeks. We're going to talk about Destroy Humans, and it will be slightly less of a train wreck. I promise. That's, that's an olive promise. All right. See everybody. Oh, thank you for a small bird. Thank you to... <laughs> thank you for a small bird. You gave me a small bird. No, um, what a lovely gift. Um, thank you to a small bird for uh, the theme song Teen Worm that we use every week. It's a great theme song. Uh, follow me and Sam on Twitter. I'm Olive Brinker. Sam is Sam Kaufer. C-O-W-F-U-R. And, uh... Okay, I'll do an impression of Sam doing the outro. Uh, stay funky?